Okay, um, welcome to the Snyder Cut review. Okay, um, this is the Cinema Think Tank podcast. I'm Alex. With me is Cabello. Uh, yes, yes, we are here about the Snyder Cut, the much long-awaited, um, um, true version of the Justice League, right? In in four by three, actually, in four by three. Um, aspect ratio we should say well yes um i thought it was gonna bother me but mm, i mean i've seen the film in theaters uh the fact the the just within cut so i I wasn't bothered that much and besides i I think it (laughs) i think (laughs) i think it appeals to um like it hues towards trying to look artsy i don't know i mean like i know he was trying to format it he formatted it for for imax and stuff but i i feel like it it also goes to that the idea that this is this this cut that um artistic uh, freedom yeah type thing. i think it goes yeah, to this, artistic I, freedom yeah yes 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 pretty much that uh but uh, I, I don't know. I didn't add much to to, to the watching experience, which it doesn't have to. Or, or, but I mean, it is there. It is there. What can I say? Yes, of course. I, I also thought it would bother me. I actually didn't notice it. Like off the bat, I noticed it. I think um, after when the credits were rolling, I was like, okay, so this is in um, you know four by three. A ghost story, I think, was also in in four by three, and I um, I enjoyed it immensely so it doesn't really um it doesn't really matter right whether it's in four by three six sixteen by nine or or whatever right so yes alexa we are here and i you know watching this the snyder cut i you know of course some scenes stay or or remain from the uh joss whedon cut and i'm thinking the geoff jones or or, or whoever the, the guys at Warner bros and dc basically hired uh, Joss Whedon to come and do the Avengers. And Zack Snyder basically did the Avengers here, right? Um, so I think they panicked. They definitely, definitely panicked. And they delivered a movie that sucked um, so much. I think um, Suicide Squad was even better than the Whedon cut. And, and Suicide Squad is is terrible, you know? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, so, like... Um, I'm gonna ask you this one question, Alex. Yeah. Did we really need this movie? Like, is is this movie necessary? You think is the Snyder cut necessary? I mean, like a few years ago, I, I would have said yes, but now I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. Like, I I think I watched it because I was curious. I mean, I was so angry after seeing the the Justice League, the the Just Whedon cut, that I <laughs> I like even Leave your emotions some, at home when you go to the cinema, Alex. Really, like even the scenes that I experienced first in the Just Whedon cut when I watched the Snyder cut were very much a bother to me. That mm, they remain, how, right? <laughs> they remain, but like I was like, yeah, nah. Nah, but I, I I guess like for for the most part they are better because they are long and so they're longer. But is it necessary that uh it should have been released for Snyder? I'd say yes because it was his artistic version and stuff. I, I think it should have came out in twenty seventeen and things could have been different. We we wouldn't have gotten um 
the stuff that DC had had made has made after the Just Reading card, like going off um the DCEU course of trying to make a connected universe. Uh as um as started by Snyder. They wanted to hear towards Marvel and stuff and I mean, I guess that's where the money is, but I feel like had they made that back then, showing us um showing us uh Dark Side, I mean, wow. I would have yeah. been like I would it would have been the best thing, right? But now it's like uh, you're doing it, but like I don't think Warner Brothers cares anymore about uh Dark Side. Will we ever get to see him in film anymore? We don't know. That's yeah. a mystery. Okay, okay. that's that's interesting. Yeah, it is. And and I think that's one of my criticisms of this movie. It doesn't really have an ending. Um because for me, my question after just just finishing it is like, what now for Warner Bros and the and Zack Snyder. Maybe he, he comes up and does a um a cyborg movie or whatever, but that that has been cancelled, right? So so I think I think the multiverse or the 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 Snyderverse as it were is is, is inevitable or was inevitable. Um because Marvel was doing these big bohemoths um of movies that were critically lauded and they were like they were looking at dc as you know the dark um you know the dark verse and the the stuff they were making wasn't wasn't really connecting so so then they comes uh you know bvs of course which was stellar and then they had to do the justice league which uh, basically set up um iron man and no not iron man sorry <laughs> aquaman <laughs> yeah, set up Aquaman and the uh the, the, the Flash, the cinematic version of the Flash. Um and those movies actually only Aquaman came out and then the the Flash was was mired in sort of like developmental hell, the directors left and stuff. So what we got to essentially was just like the the Joss Whedon cut. Um I think the Whedon cut would have worked better had he made a whole movie himself, actually, right? So yeah, had he, of course, had of he, course. Yeah, had, had he made a whole movie himself, it would have definitely worked better. I think the studio should have waited a year or two, or at least waited until 2018 for, for Zack Snyder to come out and actually do the movie. But, right, I think had Zack Snyder actually finished the, the movie in his earlier vision, I think it would have sucked, uh, purely because the the longer the longer cut the snyder cut that we saw fleshes out a few points especially the the origins of of cyborg of course i i was i i did watch the doom patrol where they flesh it out as well uh but i enjoyed watching cyborg here um because dc doesn't really have a lot of black um superheroes in in Mainstream, cinema, really? Yeah, in mainstream sort of, um, you know, they they, they do have uh, Black Lightning, but that's that's television. And and the biggest problem for DC is they've always been good at television, right? And then Marvel somewhat is not that good on 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 TV. Of course, we'll see with the Disney Plus, um, Disney Plus series and how how those go, right? But I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the Snyder Cut. To answer my own question, I don't think it was necessary, um, and and I think 
fan service, this is the next question I'll ask you, Alex, right? I think, you know, fan service is very dangerous for cinema. Where if you go out and we're like, okay, no, this movie sucks, you know, release the Snyder Cut. I think also the, the idea of a Snyder Cut was actually created by the fans themselves. What the Snyder Cut was essentially was an unfinished film. Right, uh, because if the Snyder Cut was finished, it would have come out earlier than anticipated. We wouldn't have needed, uh, or rather, they wouldn't have needed um, uh, ma- as many reshoots as as possible. Right. Um, so, what do you think about fan service, Alex, uh, for cinema? You know, cinematically, do you think it's um, it's a good thing for cinema? Um, no, I, I don't think it is. Of course. Um, I believe in art and art has nothing to do with the fans really it has more to do with the with, with the artist and what the, the kind of story they want to tell and I feel like of course the studios don't do art um well for the most part not so of course but uh, um, Chloe Zhao Chloe Zhao the not Oscar a fan. nominated Chloe Zhao the Oscar nominated director um of um Nomadland will be doing a Marvel film as well so uh, yeah, I mean, like that's be, just to cash you out. Be eating your words, you would be. You could I mean, be like, eating your words to cash in, to cash in on the <laughs> on the superhero uh, craze, right? And yeah, get a huge paycheck and go make your 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 your, your good your good independent films. Um, <laughs> it makes sense. It's a, it's a career strategy. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. For Chloe's hour, perhaps as a. As a creative, getting more and more audiences, of course, is, is good. But I, I was just saying your idea that uh, studios don't make art anymore. That's what I was uh, create, uh, critiquing. Okay, let's continue. Okay, yeah. So, so like, I was on your, you know, your idea that studios don't make art anymore. I think um, the fact that Chloe Zhao has been nominated for an Oscar uh, should speak volumes um, on the you know the idea that uh, studios no longer make art anymore but that's what they do they tame this uh potentially uh oscar winner potential oscar winners to what should they do to to, to make their do? films so that they could in the trailer they could market it as a uh oscar <laughs> oscar oscar nominated oscar nominated director um, and stuff like know, that director or oscar winner right but i i would say i would say that actually works very well Right in in their favor because um, Zack Snyder is proof of the idea that altruism is still. I read an article I think on um, at the Atlantic a few years ago, might have been three four years ago, when um, the guy that did the one one of the Star Wars is right. He, he comes from being an independent uh, director, and they were talking about um, how they were also talking about Josh Trank or Trent. Yeah, uh, the guy that did the um, the four. Uh, you know, you know the movie with Fantastic uh, Four, Jessica Alba. Yes, the fantastic yeah, the Fantastic Four with Michael B. Jordan. They were talking about how the studios are actually killing the the auteur when they they get you from the you know independent um cinema stuff and then you know they they get you to basically um you know double down on your ideas and um and make terrible films but i think for the the Snyder cut is a great example of the studios going the other way 
because of course it works well for them. They um marketing HBO Max very good. Um, you know, people will remember this as a as an HBO Max exclusive, even though maybe they see it in Amazon or in theaters, wherever they see it, they will see it as a an, as an HBO Max exclusive, and they will see as they will see it as Warner Bros actually coming out and uh, supporting one of their one of their directors, right? So another thing that I've noticed, I don't know, I I saw the Wonder Woman last year, and I didn't really um take cognizance of it and care much um what do you think about the um because the the main uh antagonist here is steppenwolf right and he he calls uh diana amazon right and i'm like okay so where are the brown people in in the amazon leading stuff of course i'm not saying the uh people of the amazon are brown i actually don't know the um ethnicity ethnicity and, and, and stuff like that or the origins but it made me think of whitewashing right and the idea of the white savior complex but we'll get to that a bit later but what do you think then about the whitewashing of the amazon should we care really about i don't know much about the, 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 the amazon about the comics um and Themyscira and just no, no, the Amazon. No, I, I, just mean, I just mean for, I just mean on screen, right? I just mean on screen. Yeah, but like even on screen, if it is a, I get, okay, let me, let me stop right there. What I'll say is, <laughs> what I'll say okay, is, yeah. I saw a few couple of uh, black people in, in, in a few shots, right? Because I was searching. Of course I did, I did. I was searching I for see. them. Yeah. I was searching for them in that uh, action sequence, okay. And like, the, yeah, there's a shot that goes back to the, to where they kept the, 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 the mother box, right? And like, it yeah. passes this uh, black woman and, and stuff like that. I mean, like, it's just one person there. Um, yeah, of course. I guess like, wh- the more interesting question is why, why are like, why are these fictionalized worlds resemblance of America's makeup, racial makeup, right? The idea that yeah. that woman, that black woman in uh, in Themyscira might have been um, pretty less important, even if maybe not pretty less important, but like just uh, one person to a lot of uh, white people, I'd say. So that is essentially America, right? And... I feel like their fictionalized worlds are so yeah, but, much... But, but I think it's a bit of a stretch, Alex, to say that, that is America, no? Because America is very dynamic. It's very white. Of course it is. It is, but uh, to... Um, we can't negate the existence of... Of... You know, of the... Of... Of, um, of diversity in America. Of course, I I know what you're saying. You're saying that this is a vision, right, of the white man. I understand that, but I'm just saying that even though it is uh, a white majority country, there still is uh, diversity in America. Um, you mean um, he's wow. <laughs> I mean what? Like, there's a lot of segregation in the u.s well historically speaking yes, of, of course, course but yes but but it doesn't mean that there is no diversity that's that's the point i'm trying to make here of course of course but like 
still like in the workplace the the racial makeup in workplaces usually doesn't reflect the kind of diversity that you're talking about right of, of uh, course of course of course even here in, in in south africa as well yeah of course of course so that's what i'm saying the idea that even in the Amazon, right? Even in the Amazon, they are, well, they're even in, in the Amazon, there's still that like white dominated, is what you yes, say. yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes, that okay. why okay. is okay. it like that, right? That's I understand. Yeah, because also, also for me, I think I was I, I asked this question precisely because I saw brown women, right, brown people there, and I'm like, how, how is how is it then possible for me not to have asked this question when I, when I saw Wonder Woman 1984, right? It could be because I didn't really care, um, you know. Uh, yeah, because um, I I did see the first Wonder Woman as well, uh, and, and yeah, I didn't really look for that. Um, but it takes me to another question, Alex: the white savior complex here. Because what we have, we actually have two only two people of color in the Justice League currently. Of course, if you count Machine um, Manhunt, John John. Yes, if you count John John, actually, he's that's actually the third. Um, Wait, who's who's John John? Who's that? John John is the Martian Manhunter. That's one of his one of his aliases and, and oh. stuff like that. Yes, sorry, yeah. Let, uh, let's just call him. Uh, let's just, let's wait, just call who, him the Martian Manhunter now. Wait, wait a minute, who's yeah. the third one? Because like an an cyborg Martian Manhunter, and who who's the third one? <laughs> is that a serious question, Alex? Aquaman. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> No, I mean, I, yeah, I, anyway. I forget, I forget, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. no, 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 it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. I'm, I'm not attacking you. So, so okay, so we have this very diverse, right? Diverse group of uh, group of heroes, but it seems this particular superhero film and the others seem to, you know, project and support the idea of a white savior complex. Is that good? Okay, right, so that's the question. I'll ask you the question about white savior complexes, and the follow-up question to that is: Should we politicize uh, superhero films? Because for me, much of this one wasn't as politicized, actually. Um, to be honest with you, it's yeah, I didn't really see a lot of uh, politics in it. We should. Everything is political. A- anything actually. Anything is political, honestly. So, I mean, we should, we should. Um, they should be called out, I, I think. And okay. yeah, they deserve to be. Yeah. Okay, okay. The, the length, then, Alex. Do you think the length of the movie? Sorry, this sounds like an interview, but <laughs> I found it. I found it a bit overlong at times. Because I I was looking at my clock, or not necessarily my clock, but at the at the running time. There's a, there's a time where they actually go and fight uh, Steppenwolf there with the with the mother boxes and the Unity. Um, weirdly named <laughs> these things. It's, it's funny to me. Every time they said Unity, I giggled. So <laughs> that's that's about like thirty minutes. Right? I was like, what? You know, this I I th- I thought to myself, this sequence is going to be long. But I, but I think for I me, looked, my my experience, who, like our experience, actually is much has much more to do with, um, <laughs> the Joss wouldn't cut because like we know how the film is going to end, and they didn't use much of anybody that we didn't see in the in the in the twenty seventeen film. 
Because, like, I, I thought I was going to see Martian Manhunter joining them and making something different. Cool. Yes, 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 or yes, yes. even that Superman is, joining earlier. I don't know. But, like, everything that yes. happened, it was, I knew what was going to happen. So, essentially, it was just longer scenes with added context on of what yeah, was and, happening. Yeah, and, but and like, you know what's weird? When you say that, it's like I saw the movie end and there was 18 minutes in the, of course, plus some credits. I was like, what's going to happen here? And then they go to an alter, an alternative universe where Lois Lane is dead and there's um, Gerald Leto um, doing his best to mess up the Joker. Or maybe that not. That took a long time. After that dream, I was like, what an elaborate dream. What the heck? <laughs> You're like, very specific, right? It's very specific. So like Aquaman is dead, right? Yeah. Aquaman is dead. Lois Lane is dead. Um, well, what and they don't show wait, us who's here. Wait, wait a minute. Um, that lady who plays uh, Vera. Mira. Uh, what's her name again? Is it um, Amber Head? Right. Yeah, Amber Head for sure. <laughs> yeah, for for actually, I never knew that she was uh, actually British. I think and when I heard that yeah, accent, I, I, I was found like, out. I actually found out. I found out on the when Aquaman, Aquaman before Aquaman actually came out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was, I was like, "Whoa, she's British!" Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed Aquaman actually. I loved uh, Aquaman. I saw it in December. It was so nice. But anyway, yeah, you were saying, "Oh, what an elaborate, a, an elaborate uh, dream!" You were saying. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It just took me. Yeah, it was off, very. Really. Yeah, it's 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 it, it's very Zack Snyder like, right? It 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 was reminiscent of the Martha moment. So when um. Helen Hunt comes up. That's Helen Hunt, right? Um, maybe I'm. Wait, maybe, who? maybe it's not. Maybe it's not Helen Hunt. The Superman's mother. What's no, the name Diane of the Lane. Again? Diane Lane. Yes, Diane Lane. Sorry. Wow. Uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> I, I I apologize. Actually, I haven't seen Diane Lane in in a lot of stuff. Yeah. So yes, when Diane Lane comes in, or well, it was actually Ma- Martian Manhunter. I, I was like. Wow, man, Martha, right? That moment is is sick. It's crazy. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so that dream to me was was very much was very much like um you know that Martha moment. And you know the length. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I I wasn't satisfied in the sense that in B versus Superman, right? Uh, yeah. There's that dream, right, where we see what we saw in this elaborate dream, but it was just a snippet, right, in the but not yes, li- yes, yes, sir. It wasn't a snippet, but like it, it wasn't this long. Just wasn't this long. So when like when I thought about after seeing Batman versus Men, right? When I thought about uh Justice League and what Snyder would do in Justice League, I thought about that sequence. I thought the actions or the things that were happening in that sequence were going to be the majority of of Justice League. But then when I heard that, um, actually, no, the guy in the end credit scene called Steppenwolf is going to come on to Earth and introduce, uh, you know, Darkseid and all that. And now we're still going to have to wait for another film to to see to see, him. To see Darkseid yeah. in action. Now, that just doesn't sound right. It feels like of course, somebody of course. making money. Yes, yes, right? It feels like that, right? But I liked the 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 graphics. Um, 
the they look so better now. Stop Steppenwolf and and and, and Darkseid look good now. Uh, oh, I will say know. for sure. I will say yeah, for yeah, sure. They look so much. They look so much good. So much better. But uh, yes, to me, it looked like that because you know when. Um, sorry to catch you there, but when the when they killed Steppenwolf, I thought, yes, let's go. You know, here's a fight. Yes, and I'm, I'm and I was I was thinking Infinity, you know, Infinity, you know, Endgame kind of stuff. I'm like, yes, you know, the the mega villain comes out now and they fight him, and then they took a tangent, and I felt disrespected. It. I think what they're trying to do is they're gonna put this guy. Dark side in the movie somewhere. They're gonna put him somewhere. They're gonna put him somewhere, and it's going to be the mega villain. And it may not work so well. But you were saying? No, I was saying that <laughs> in preparation for the Snyder Cut, because like I had seen, it, it had been a while since I had seen um um a a a, <laughs> a CGI filled uh action film picture. Yeah. Right. So yeah, just to 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 lower my expectations and just just to be on the good side of things and have um you know just to know how CGI looks like. I had to watch a few superhero stuff and just to get myself in the flow of un of seeing superheroes yeah, I, and their yeah, the corny I, I, stuff. I hope that it wasn't. Do. I hope it wasn't. Yes, I hope it wasn't television because um, CGI in television sucks. I'm thinking specifically here, The Flash and Black Lightning and, whoa, the CGI there is terrible, man. But yeah, continue. No, it, it, it was Heroes. I was I was actually watching Heroes because it had been a while since I... Oh, Heroes? I, yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. It had been a while since I had seen superheroes and just people talking about saving the world and just how corny that stuff is. Right, and <laughs> <laughs> you saw Endgame. Uh, it doesn't get cornier than Endgame. But, but it's yeah, it's a while ago. It's a, it's a while ago. So it's, yeah, it has okay. been a while since I had seen such. And how was and how how was it to your eyes then? Because because I know you know when you watch a lot of artist stuff, where the action is very muted, when you see a lot of sensory things, um, even in Heroes, I I think that there is a couple of uh, you know shots where that you know they play a lot with your senses. How is that then? How was the shift? Uh, you know, from watching a lot of, you know, muted action to watching, um, you know, uh, scenes that are very kinetic, as it were. It is very cringeworthy, to be honest, for the most part. When I <laughs> when I see characters speaking to themselves, like, um, I need to take this world. It's like, bro, you aren't <laughs> speaking to anyone. Nobody says that stuff, right? Like, yeah, yeah, what yeah, the hell? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> but... These are not documentaries, Alex. Right? They're not documentaries, but so it doesn't like have to. S- no, no, be no, 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 yeah. no, no. Nobody speaks to themselves out loud, unless, well, in rare occasions. In rare occasions, we do speak to ourselves. Um, you know, you know, alone. But here, almost all the characters say something to themselves, like these jokes that they're trying to convey to the. Or deliver to the to the viewer, right? Let's say a character but, does something to another character, and when the other yeah. character who does that thing goes away, uh, okay, the victim of that thing uh tries to make tries to make a joke about it but, and says that's the, a two liner thing. Like that's the speech bubble effect, Alex. Right? They were trying to you know when you read when you read a comic, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's that internal dialogue or internal monologue or whatever you may call it. Uh, so then it's like the a character is thinking through stuff. Yeah, but that stuff in just time. doesn't translate on the screen. It just doesn't translate. Doesn't work. Yes. Remember even the, um, you know, some of the scenes in, in Heroes, they were made to look like, um, you know, pages from... Uh, from an actual comic, right? So, so, so I think in terms of their their being on the nose, they actually wanted to be on the nose, like you know, for real, for real, to be like, hey, what we are doing here is showing people that this is a an adaptation of a of a comic book, right? I actually, um, I actually um, saw somebody on Twitter who said something along the lines that they very much despised the the fake emotions of this film the idea that it really tried to look which, emotional which film this? oh Zack Snyder yes and i okay very much agree what, with that person cuz like what, what what do you mean fake emotion alex they didn't they didn't invent or put any emotion to the movie that wasn't there in the Snyder cut no in the Zack in the uh, Joss Whedon cut I mean that whole that whole um <laughs> that whole cyborg's background for me it just isn't it really just isn't that emotional <laughs> I don't know I it, it's tragic but not emotional and they it is, they, it is emotional Alex I, I I disagree it is emotional here's a guy at the at the height of his powers he loses his powers uh dies effectively comes back gains new powers so basically um the th- there's so much symbolism in cyborg although i don't know his origin story proper proper but like here's a guy his life is not yet finished he he becomes undone as it were so then he comes back as a cyborg who's unfinished as well of course he's got like this big mega brain but he, he doesn't have like legs and you know he has a head of steel has a a a, a a costume that looks really similar to to Iron Man actually, but anyway, so I I see that as very and he also has daddy issues. His mother died when he was still in high school, so I see it, that's very emotional. Maybe what you 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 can say is that they did it in a very tacky way. They were trying to to target heartstrings actually. More specifically, what was cringeworthy for me was the Lois Lane and Superman Superman being back. You know, he goes to the country, then he comes back. That's just shit. So when you speak of <laughs> no, like, when you speak I, of I, fake I, emotions, I still stick feel to that like one, yes. um, is it Silas or Silas Stone? Silas, yes, yeah, Silas, Silas Stone, Stone um, sacrificing himself. That just felt cheap. I, I, yes, I, don't know. I agree with you there. And it it came out of nowhere, right? Because like, why would he sacrifice himself for nothing? Because the guy does take. The mother box. Yeah, like United why? Sp- so like, why is he being a martyr now? <laughs> I, I really just but, didn't but get course, that. You know, yeah, you know what? We can look at it this way. Then we can look at it as he, his relationship with his son has always been rocky, and he he hasn't really made up for, you know, for, for not being there when when the son needed him. So his sacrifice at the um. At the time that the son is actually looking at him kill himself, which is more or less um, self-immolation or suicide, is redemption. 
essentially. It's like, okay, I'm redeeming myself because um, I'm, I'm actually a terrible father. I fucked up with you, son. So what I will do is I will kill myself symbolically so that um, I can try and destroy the mother box. Um, or something. Of course, it's it's illogical. I don't think there's there was many there was much thought uh, into that actually. But <clears throat> yes, I I would agree that there are some fake emotions there in the um in the movie. But I yeah I I, I don't I don't think the cyborg story um shouldn't should should have been cut. I think you know. Oh, not that she should have been cut, but like that, it's just fake. <laughs> okay yeah 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 uh, it's all all super or or all you know superhero origins are actually fake i'm thinking here specifically of captain america's uh you know origin story and stuff but anyway so the i'm disappointed about barry allen's origin story right where we didn't get to see much of him here disappointed i felt maybe we should have seen less we should have seen less of aquaman because he already has a movie um and maybe they should have uh pushed a lot of berry in it but uh the Ezra Miller's brilliant actually he's one of the um um I think one of the best actors in the in the movie itself very funny and the jokes don't feel as uh you know as forced um I have I to I have to disagree with you there I just yeah. did not find anybody funny here I really did Ezra, not Ezra was funny some of them some of them were funny actually some of them were were, were funny I think I think most of them, right? You don't, you didn't find them funny because most of them were, were in the we don't cut, uh, and you got those very bad uh, memories coming back, flooding well, that's back. Part of the <laughs> truth, I think. <laughs> that, indeed, that is part of the truth for sure. <laughs> yeah, I hate the just we didn't cut like wholeheartedly. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yes. Okay. So, what were your disappointments then, Alex? In the in the movie, right? I was disappointed by the score. Actually, I didn't feel it that much. I think Junkie XL, uh, and uh, was it Junkie XL only working on this, or he collaborated again with? Um, I think it was him only. The, uh, it was him only. I didn't feel the score so much. I was uh, a bit disappointed for an epic film like this. I didn't feel it uh, so much. Of course, it was there, but I, I, it didn't really touch me uh, as much. And the, the. Lack of agency from Lois, right? The women here should change. The only women, the only women who are very, you know, dynamic is is the is the people from the Amazon, right? Um, of course, there's not so many. There's not a lot of women in the movie, uh, and I I think that's a Zack Snyder thing, really. Like he doesn't really do well with women in his in his pictures that cannot be Alex. be it cannot be further from the truth i think that just cannot okay, okay, be further okay. from the truth which okay 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 so the guy has a well a, the a woman which should change in this with, uh, specifically uh, lois lane because woman. she's just she's just grieves 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 then superman comes back and uh we never see anything of her uh cyborg's mother just there to die essentially people um, grieve and that's normal uh, Yes, but uh, what? What else do they do? Left the left her job, right? So the only thing she's been doing on the screen is grief, um, for I don't know how many, how long, and and she comes to to the to the um uh, to that um what you call that thing where the the police officer was 
It's not an effigy. What, what, what would you call it? A memorial, yes. Uh, comes to the memorial every day, brings coffee, and she says the 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 last time she comes, then Superman uh, awakes. Um, no, Alex, the women here were shortchanged, I think. Um, we're very much. And where else then, right? Where else do you... In fact, I was watching the... Um, the, 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 the remake, the Zack Snyder remake of Dawn of the Dead, and very, very good portrayal of women there. Oh, very where else? Women with agents Let's say, um, and things like that. So I'm like, where else have you seen uh, women well portrayed in a Zack Snyder picture? The 2011 film, that 2011 film, uh, I forgot Which the one? name, but it's a 2011 film starring um, a lot of women, an all women cast, actually. <laughs> 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 okay so okay so 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 by virtue by the so way, by, by, the so way. by virtue of, of of existence then the they because there's a lot of women in the movie automatically their portrayal their portrayal becomes good by the way I haven't seen that, that's that my version yeah. of that's my version of he has a black friend <laughs> <laughs> okay okay but anyway what are your disappointments then uh alex I, I've, I've told you mine well some of them of course, the length one, uh, lack of um, you know, uh, women and and stuff, and then of course the score. What are your uh, what are some of your disappointments? Except well, not except, but on top of the uh, the the fake emotions, um, the picture evokes or tries at least to evoke. I'll have to say that I have since um tried to steer away from you know from from blockbuster filmmaking and just how these people put money before art and seeing yes, this Alex, film but, but do, don't you think don't you think um okay, okay i'm gonna let you finish now and you, you can answer this later but now you sound, think you sound like Kanye West now you know art, art art is a facade but continue saying money uh blockbusters don't care about art continue okay um <laughs> Essentially, these films are not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they just aren't good. <laughs> and like, okay. I have to admit, I have, I have to admit, they just which, aren't which good. Which movie? And like, and I films, look back. Films, this one, this you know, one, and which one? And I, I look back and the stuff that I used to enjoy when I was young and stuff like that, and I, and I just think. What the hell was I watching, right? What what it's was the enlightenment? What it is the enlightenment, Alex? You've been enlightened. What had gotten into me? Because I, I just don't think I will continue watching well blockbuster filmmaking, like this. Um, the idea of the cinematic universe. I think blockbuster filmmaking does have some redeemable qualities here and there. Actually, I do think some standalone films are actually pretty good. But like when it comes to the idea yep. of the universe and trying just trying to elongate these stories to to tell the, them and try to milk as much money as you could and try to uh, faithfully adapt a comic book, like what the hell is that, right? Like yeah, but 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 the idea of the universe comes from novelization, Alex. So um, every, almost like the newspapers novelize. The novels themselves novelize, so the universe is not a a new thing to uh to the cinematic medium. I'm not saying otherwise, but I just don't like it. <laughs> I really just don't like it. I, and I feel like this is part of that, really, because I 
I don't know. I don't know. I was watching it, right? And I was watching it and I, logically yes, speaking, logically speaking, really, this thing yeah. was not good. Not good. I just like, um, <laughs> you know, I come from, I, I just came from watching one of the best, one of the best like TV shows out there. Right, like, <laughs> wow, that, that, that's the problem, the right? Best that's the there problem. Is. Comparing, that's the problem. We compare, um, we compare things too much. But no two things the, are, are, the, are the same. This works no two don't, things are, are don't, like Alex. They don't exist in a vacuum. They just they Indeed, exist of course, within, right? <laughs> like within society, and we have different kinds of mediums and, <laughs> like. The but show is just so good and realistic. And now you get into this and like you have to adapt to this new kind of uh dialogue that yeah, But super superhero films have never never claimed that they were realistic, Alex. They were always meant to be um as all art is escapism, right? So let's not That impute, is tired. Um That is yes, no, a of tired course, thing. Of course, maybe, 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 but I'm saying let's not impute um, you know, you know characteristics. On, okay, I'll say this on superhero movies that they've never claimed to be actually. I, I think right. escapism is subjective. I myself escape by watching Mozart in the Jungle. So I mean that's my ex- escapism. So yeah, I like, escape by watching Queen Sugar, which is excellent actually, and everybody should go watch it. But yeah, continue. Okay, yeah, I wanted to say this. Wow, I think I just forgot my point. Uh, yeah, you were, you were talking about escapism being relative or subjective. Oh, yes. I wanted to talk about The Boys, right? So, the second season of The Boys, without spoiling it, it has a scene. So I haven't I haven't seen it, actually. So, yeah, continue. Well, it has a scene about the Joss Whedon cut, right? <laughs> it's funny. Okay. But it, you, it, you know, only madmen only mad laugh. Uh when they've yet to tell a joke but continue. okay but like it's funny because i'm not it's not my joke it's their joke so i'm laughing at it um so what happens is they like the show is excellent right and the indeed 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 of course that season one marvelous the dialogue i believe is what most blockbusters should aspire to really just yes of course and i recommended the show to to like to, to a one alex true, but continue man well i'll ignore that but like true uh <laughs> earnest um uh kind of dialogue that you believe that somebody like that this character could actually <laughs> say stuff like this right <laughs> and like they believe. have okay they have the just reading cut right where they're shooting a movie with the with this with, is it the seven or the five whatever they are so <laughs> so they have to enact this Hollywood like fault, right? And now they say some cringy things, right? Some cringy things, like that's where the film, not the film, but like the show itself, it feels like it has a sense of identity. The idea that the writers of this show could identify these cliches that are often found in uh superhero f- films, right? Uh, like dialogue cliches, right? Stuff like that, and but it's put easy them for in that. No, no, don't say it's easy. It's easy for everyone to just be true to the character and make the character. No, no, no that I'm, is I'm, alive. Say, I'm saying it's easy for for a show that's mostly or that tries to be meta to you know to look in 
you know to look within itself and 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 show that you know to to the audience as the show does right no when, no no I, I would have okay like i thought about that before coming up with this point but that is besides okay. the point <laughs> the point because okay okay uh, alex yes okay because uh what well, basically what i'm saying nature, is you're giving too you're giving them too much credit in its nature no 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 Besides it be, besides being about superheroes and just being satire around superheroes, that satire mm. isn't much about like dialogue, but I mean, isn't much about like the content of the dialogue rather, but like the actions yep. of the superheroes and what they do and what usually happens in superhero films and stuff like that. But like the interactions between the characters when they are not being superheroes to the public in the boys right just them dealing with their personal issues which i think a lot of superheroes a lot of a lot of superhero films should do right which they are not doing currently they're just showing us spectacle after spectacle these people talk normally talk like how i would expect somebody out of um better call Saul to to speak like right which yeah, but, but just you just mentioned what you would expect, Alex, right? That's isn't that isn't isn't that cutting into the idea of um, freedom of expression? But like freedom a, of you, I know, I know, you're just dragging this point to make a point. But <laughs> but what I'm saying okay. here, what I'm saying here is okay. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, um, all these people, who Aquaman, sim- Aquaman, uh, Cyborg. Iron the Man, Flash. Iron Man, yes. uh, Captain America, and all all these heroes who simplify, who s- symbolize uh, uh, hope and all that stuff, right? They Black can't Panther. be the same person. Kill they Manga. can't this. They can't say the same stuff. Like they don't have personalities. These people don't have personalities. Like if you were to s- take a a that two thousand and eight, uh, John Favreau, uh, Iron Man one. And just put Superman in there. It that dialogue would be just feeding, fe- like feeding to what Superman has been portrayed in the past. Really, just like much like every other superhero, these people just don't have personalities. Besides the fact that they want to save the world, right? Okay, I okay, just okay. don't like I, I that. I get you. I I get you. I get you, Alex. And you don't like that, right? Yeah, you've you've enunciated your point um, very beautifully, actually. I, I don't agree with you. But, you know, my thing is, would you have said this if you'd never seen a frame of the boys or had the boys not existed, right? Um, but maybe I would that's have an said unfair it. question. Because, I would have said it, maybe that's but a, I wouldn't that's have an unfair had... Question because, I wouldn't have had the examples, of course, but I would have said Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm, I'm saying maybe that's an unfair question because, you know, when we watch... And, and continue to watch, we grow, right? And and we change. So our taste would change. So like our liking for, say, Zack Snyder, you know, type of, you know, violence wouldn't, um, it's, it's like our, when we watch Watchmen, specifically the, the, the movie, we may, when we watch it the first time, like it second time. And then when you see it the third or fourth time, it becomes very bland and boring. So, so that, that is natural of any type of, you know, type of viewing. And it's um, also you seem to have seen a lot of of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's really smart for you to 
uh, to actually dislike them now, right? Of course, a lot of a lot more people still laud them and say, "Wow, these, you know, these these, these are quite um, beautiful films um, for what they are." Actually, they're not trying to to make them look like a Jean Luc Godard movie or uh, think of any artsy pretentious, you know, French film here. You can enter, you know, uh, maybe Jules and Jim, uh, you know, uh, Au Revoir in France. Anyway, so the Snyder Cut then, Alex, is not a perfect film, as you and I have said, right? Um, I gave it three and a half stars. I think it's slightly better, you know, slightly better than um, than average. Uh, but the length and all the other stuff doesn't, you know, doesn't really uh, vibe with me so much. So, in conclusion then, Alex, what are your conclusions on the on the on the Snyder cut because for me I would say um, it's fan service. If you like Zack Snyder, go watch it. I will actually be um, waiting for the for the Netflix movie that comes out in May. It's another zombie movie, right? That I will watch. Um, by the way, so that I will. Yes, of of course, of I'll course, watch. of course. You have to watch it. It's um it's inevitable, and we'll probably come back here and and, and discuss it. Um, so my closing uh, thoughts is I enjoyed the movie. Um, some parts of it, of course, some of them were too long. I even wanted to fast forward some of it, but uh, I I respected the artist and 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 I didn't, um, and I didn't fast forward uh, the stuff. You know, I felt really for 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 Henry Cavill because uh, some of the yeah some of the things that he had to do with his face there as Superman was really really um cringeworthy man <laughs> so you're closing <laughs> you're closing <laughs> you're closing here alex <laughs> uh well my 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 my, clo- <laughs> my closing statement is do not take advice from comic do not take business advice from comic book characters bruce wayne saying that he <laughs> bought the bank to <laughs> to, <laughs> to give the guy the house just doesn't make business sense at all. Like, that's a friend. He's he's a billionaire. He's been a billionaire since his mother. Well, since his parents died. Why actually. buy he was a bank? Why buy a bank? It just doesn't make sense. People need banks. Right? <laughs> People need banks. That is the most. You know, it's a bank and a funeral parlor. Those are the most, um, you know, guaranteed businesses. Of course, of course. Uh, no, of course. But like in this case, I very much disagree. The idea that. Could have been a a good uh a good financial uh <laughs> thing to the do. The bank repossesses houses, Alex. The bank repossesses houses if you don't pay. So buy the house back. Buy the house back. Don't buy Superman the bank. Doesn't no, Superman doesn't have money. I'm saying I'm talking about Bruce Wayne. <laughs> buy the house back, not the bank. What the hell? <laughs> when have you when have you known when have you known billionaires to be subtle, Alex? You know Mars is not subtle. He wants to go colonize Mars. You know? uh, so, but I'm just billionaires unsubtle. It's, it's it's not in their nature. Right? I'm just saying that just was some cringeworthy stuff that somebody would do <laughs> a thing like yeah, that. Like, you know, small villain stuff like you know. Um, the the place where Barry Allen is from, you know, Star Labs. Um, yeah, I think I think DC DC should rest, man. They should rest, uh, Superman. Uh, they should rest the Batman. Well, have you have you seen that? Superman. Have you seen that they're doing a uh, uh, black Superman with <laughs> with Michael B. Why, Jordan? Why 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 is that funny, Alex? Um, no, well, 
the you, funny you part the it. funny part is that I said black Superman. Oh, okay, but <laughs> but it, that's the thing, right? He's he's an alien. So it can be anything. Um you you know, my criticism of that is is it merited, right? So do they do it? It's like the the news of um of 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 a non-binary uh well they actually said gay they didn't say non-binary but um captain america right so is it fair right is it fair on characters who identify as you know as black as 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 non-binary no oh. people don't identify as black you are black alex you are black you can't identify as black it's like you you, there's no Zoe. Remember that lady that uh, claimed to be black and what she was working for the N N N A W C P. But anyway, so my the idea is, look, how would you receive it if you know that it's only ma- marketing, right? And and it's not, um, you know, it's it's not pure. So like it, they don't have pure intentions. So they're making the character to be say non-binary, uh, part of the LGBTIQ. Um, you know, part of uh part of the society just because they want to move the needle and make more money. They trying to make a, a black Superman because we've seen so many white Supermans. But is it warranted, really? Um, is it going to be? Are we going to fall in love with Superman again if we if we know he's black and he's affected by Black Lives Matter? That um, ju- know, that to me, mo- that to me, be a, a political. So, like, will the movie take a political stance and say these are the realities of black people? Because, of course, Black Panther was good, but it um, it was a utopic version of... It wasn't a real world, actually. We, we don't live in a world like um, Black Panther. But, yeah, that for you, sorry? That for me just seems like capitalism trying to take of away course. my money. I really just seems like that and cashing yeah, on the idea of black the lives world is matter capitalist, Alex. yes the world is capitalist yes but like so that's, that's, the, that's you know the 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 worst part about this is that they, they're going to market it around race and like trying to 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 <laughs> to appeal to black people like how yes. kevin feige is doing with uh falcon and the winter soldier and saying that you know this show chronicles being a black man in america it's like Shut the Ooh. hell up, man. Shut the he hell said, up. He he said that? Really? Yes, he said that. Ooh, that is really cringeworthy. And and I and I remember how how the the Falcon came into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He was never to stay, actually. Um that said, but we need to admit it, he was never to stay. He was just there as a curio, as that another black guy. <laughs> okay. Let's be honest here. Well, I so wasn't like aware John, of that, Don, but okay. You know, Don Chiero. But we know, Alex. Come on. Come on. You know this. You know this yourself. So, like, how many scenes uh, has the Falcon had in these movies? I mean, a decent amount. Yeah, a decent amount, but not so much. Like, they've never really centered anything on him. Have yeah, they? now it's his time to shine as a black man in America. Indeed. 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 But, I, you know, what I believe is... You know, you don't have to um, shortchange people, you know? How would you feel knowing that, you know, you're watching um, a movie and they're marketing the superhero who's always represented a a version of whiteness uh, and now you're watching him being black and you are supposed to, um, you know, be happy? They'll probably release it during Black History Month in February. 
you know, so that we can go and uh, see it. Uh, you know, those kind of things. I, th- I think they just need to be honest with themselves and say, this is a political move. This is a capitalistic move, first and foremost, right? But will I be watching the movie? Most probably, yes. <laughs> I'll probably be watching it. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be watching it. <laughs> I, no, I don't lie, Alex. You'll probably watch it. Probably you'll watch it because it will be part of the zeitgeist. I think when it comes out, probably will come out in two years, three years. I'll watch it. I'm not going to lie. I'll probably watch it. Most likely, I'll watch it. And if it sucks, I will critique it from hell and back, man. Definitely, you know? Okay. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we can wrap this up, Alex. Uh, yeah, um, find us on on Twitter at SkipPlayOnline. Uh, my personal account is at Alex Okobane. It's Alex K-O-K-O-B-A-N-E. Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Cabelo, uh, M-U-T-U. I. You can also find me on Twitter. That's K-A-B-E-L-O-M-U-T-U-B-I. Uh, find me also on, on, on Letterboxd uh, as well, where we watch and rate uh, movies. Find us also as well on, on Skip Play Online. Please rate the show on um, Apple Podcasts. Uh, it really helps us a lot you know, when, when people are searching for things. And thank you for listening, actually. Thank you very much uh, for listening to our to our rants. Uh, some of yeah. them don't make sense uh, <laughs> some yeah. of them do make sense but yeah thank you for listening till the next episode